Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I spoke to Cortland and Chris from Forkites, a company that I love working with, and we spoke all about what they're doing in the market, who they are, what they do, real-life examples of how they are helping their customers, especially when it comes to yard management and dock scheduling as well, and why all of that is really important to retailers to create more efficiency so that you can spend the time on what you do best. So I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If you missed it, you can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast or anywhere that you subscribe to the show. And it was episode 237. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. Throughput.ai puts industrial material flow on autopilot by leveraging existing enterprise data. Throughput's AI software predicts demand, reorients production capacity, reassigns warehouse space, and reorders materials optimally more than five times faster than leading contemporary solutions. So businesses minimize overpromising and underdelivering. Sign up for a free demo to see Throughput in action. Visit throughput.ai. Hello, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. So many things happening, including the biggest supply chain crisis of all, and that is a lack of cream cheese. I don't know if you guys have heard that yet, but 249 million Americans consumed cream cheese in 2020, and now there is only an eight-week supply left as of this particular podcast. And so, so many shortages all around the world, and it's costing retailers something like $1.4 trillion. And so our supply chainers right now are really going through so much. And so we send our love and light out to you, and hopefully we can bring the stress down during the holidays. So today, I'm joined by a company whose main goal is to help companies build relationships based on trust and, of course, grow their business. Do you have any idea of who it might be? Well, I will reveal it all after our poll. So the poll that we did was what is the best Christmas movie? And so the options that we gave you was The Polar Express, Elf, Die Hard, or Other and we got 102 comments, so not everybody liked those three options. But out of those three options, we got a 698 votes, and Die Hard is the clear winner at 34%. Elf came in at 31%, Polar Express came in at 19%. I particularly like The Holiday. That's one of my favorite movies around this time of year. And we got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, 
um, and so many more. Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square from Dr from Jade. Uh, Tim t piped in with his best book, which is Flight of the Reindeer, which I haven't heard of. And Rhonda says, It's a Wonderful Life. Molly says, Christmas Vacation. So does Nikki. Allison says, White Christmas. Corey says, Home Alone too. We can't forget about any of those Home Alone shows either. Well, thank you so much to everybody who participated in our poll. Of course, we ask you a question every single Wednesday morning across our social media with a focus on LinkedIn. So join us on a Wednesday morning so that you can participate in an upcoming poll. Now back to today's jam-packed podcast and which global trade company is joining me today? Well, it's Sarai. Sarai's entire mission is to make global trade easy and simple by offering new solutions that will change the future of the industry. First, they're focusing on the apparel sector, but ultimately Sarai's agility helps companies of many sizes connect, build trust, and trade. Founded in 2019 in Hong Kong by HSBC, this diverse First team of supply chain professionals is here to build a culture that's based on shared values. Today, Lindsay Hermes, head of enterprise solutions at Sarai, joins me to chat all about the company, what they do, the importance of connecting and trading, and of course, the simplified future of global trade. But before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about who we're chatting with today. So Lindsay, you know, is the head of enterprise solutions at Sarai. In her role, she is quick to assess the needs of large global retailers, brands, and manufacturers to deliver technology that simplifies trade. She is in charge of strategy, client engagement, and sales for Sarai's supply chain management solutions portfolio aimed at providing apparel companies with end-to-end -end supply chain traceability and transparency. With a career spanning four continents and various industries, Lindsay has worked on digital solutions for a range of businesses, from fledgling startups to the world's most recognized brands. A successful entrepreneur, Lindsay founded and exited a full-service design and digital marketing agency where clients included Target, Microsoft, Jones, Lang, LaSalle, Oracle, and UNICEF. Before she relocated to Hong Kong in 2009, she led global teams like Biospan Technologies, and she hails from St. Louis, Missouri, where she attended Washington University. So welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thanks, Sarah. Pleasure to be here. I am so excited to have you here. I mean, I know global trade can be super complex when it actually doesn't need to be that way. Plus, it's sometimes just inefficient and trust can be a pain just to build, right? Not to mention new markets can be difficult to navigate for a lot of businesses. So I'm really excited to hear how the future of global trade and supply chain can be simplified. And that is why you're here. So let's dive right in. Lindsay, I, you know, I always love to hear about about people's journeys, but yours, you know, tell us how it's been being a founder of a company living on four different continents. I mean, wow, from Missouri to Hong Kong. Can you tell us more about your journey and how you got here today? Sure. Well, being a founder is in my blood. My parents are entrepreneurs. I was the kid with the lemonade stand knocking on your door selling Girl, Girl Scout cookies. So, but I, I really did get that founder's blood from an early age, thanks to my folks. Um, I grew up in St. Louis. I spent my summers in London where my dad was a visiting lecturer. So wow. I got a taste for travel, passion for seeing the world, and 
wanted to specifically follow a career path that would give me a lot of mobility. And I eventually uh, got the chance to move to Hong Kong. And typical expat story here was supposed to be for a year, turned into a short 14 years now. Um, But I spotted a gap in the market here and started my own business. That was my first foray into uh, entrepreneurship. And after seven years organically growing my business, um, I was able to exit. So I took that chance and consulted independently for several years after that. And I really wanted to pivot into something that I was really passionate about throughout my career, and that was technology. So I met some of the team from Sarai at a trade show here in Hong Kong, and things were just getting off the ground officially. And I thought how amazing it would be to be a part of such a great company with a great mission to simplify global trade with the backing of the world's largest trade bank. So I started at Sarai as a product owner of the data team, and now I'm leading our enterprise solutions. So my team works with large companies to solve their biggest problems with Sarai's technology. Amazing. So let's get into that. Tell us about Sarai. You know, what does it do? How do you help your customers? Sarai is a B2B platform that helps businesses find new partners, learn more about their supply chains, and we really facilitate better supply chain collaboration to help businesses make more informed decisions on their trade partners and their supply chains. We were spun out of HSBC in 2019, and as I mentioned, our mission is to simplify global trade, something that hasn't changed a whole lot since the bank was originally founded in the mid-1800s, despite significant technological advancements. So that's really where Sarai has a few different propositions that we've gone to market with in the last two years, and we've seen significant growth. We are really out to simplify trade through transparency and the exchange of information, the right information, the right time, the right place, the right people. I love that. And you used one of my favorite words, collaboration, right? You can see on the sign behind me, collaboration is the future of business and it's at the center and core of everything that I do because I feel like it's just so important to the future. So is that, you know, something that you're part of your ethos that you live every day? Yeah, our, it's in our brand values, partnership. And we have, you know, a few other simplicity um, our our business is really around that collaboration because, you know, as a, let's say a brand or a retailer, the faster that leadership realizes you are your supply chain, the yes. more collaboration and transparency become critical to doing business. It's mm-hmm. not just a one-to-one relationship. You know, your relationships across the entire supply chain have to be collaborative in order to meet your business objectives. Otherwise, we're in a bit of a pickle, aren't we? Yeah. And retailers are now coming out and talking about how they're competing on their supply chains. They're not even competing on product anymore. They're talking about how supply chain is really their competitive advantage. And so I hope we dig a little bit more into that in a little bit. But what about the brand, right? Your team is so diverse, being from 20 different countries and speaking 19 different languages. How does that play into Sarai's shared values that we just spoke about? What has, you know, fundamentally changed about Sarai since its inception until now? 
Well, the brand is a strong brand. It's also one of the things that attracted me to join the company. And I think it's reflected in our incredibly diverse user base. So um, empathy, simplicity, uh, partnership, uh, these are just a few of our values that really do ring true. And we have seen exceptional growth, especially in 2021. We now have uh, 19,000 companies on our platform and growing every day. It's, wow. it's incredible. We started the year with 3,000 companies on the platform. So we've been a little busy. And those users come from 110 countries. So much like the diverse team at Sarai, we have a real range of uh, diverse businesses on our platform. Um, we really do take diversity seriously. I feel very proud to be a part of a management team that is, you know, half women, half men. And that's quite rare in a tech company, which is what we are at our at our core. So absolutely. Uh, I, I love that. I mean, you know, diversity and inclusion is something that's at our core as well with the Woman in Supply Chain series, you know, the blended podcast. And I think it's really important. And that's where you really drive innovation. But I want to just step back for a second, because you said you started this year with 3000. Now you're at, I think you said 16 or 19,000. 19. How have you managed that growth over the last, like we're not, we're maybe at 12 months now. Well, it's been a real strategic initiative for the team. We have a fantastic team that are committed. Uh, we are working as quickly as we can to release the new innovative features that keep users coming back to Sarai. Or we're on a release schedule that um, is every two weeks for one of our propositions. And depending on what schedule and, and what our sprint schedule looks like, we're releasing every day sometimes too. Amazing. Amazing. And what does, like, let's take a look at that, a little closer look at the platform itself, right? I know it's a great system to connect trade and build more efficient supply chains. Walk us through what that looks like. What features can customers expect and what can they do within the platform? So we have several propositions, like I said. Our network and trade proposition is where businesses can search, find, connect, and now trade with one another. We recently launched our marketplace there as well. And this is where, you know, much like you have a social media platform like LinkedIn for your personal uh, career, that's where Sarai is a version of that for businesses to find new demand from other businesses, not necessarily in their backyard. So when you want to work with an international partner and you can't get on a plane and go and inspect their product, this is where having a digital solution is essential. So COVID has completely flipped the world upside down, but with digital transformation, we are seeing uh, accelerated growth on that side of our platform. And for larger enterprises that have a good understanding of their direct relationships in the supply chain, we have uh, two features that are live today. Traceability, to understand what raw materials are in your products, and then visibility, to learn more about the partners that you're doing business with today. So we have both a public network and private networks on our platform where, depending on what your business needs are, we bring 
the information from multiple sources together into a singular view so that businesses can make decisions faster and stay more informed and up to date on who they're doing business with around the world. And that is so important right now. I mean, if you think about what's going on and all the decisions that supply chain professionals are making and looking at risk within their supply chain, you know, that data that is that really key component for them to, you know, stop being reactive, start being proactive and even predictive, which is going to help really um, make informed and successful decisions in your supply chains moving forward, right? Exactly. It's mission critical. You know, this is the, um, I guess, movement of the the next few years. So we recently did a report with KPMG called Moving the Needle, Threading a Sustainable Future in Apparel. And that's really where we honed in on the need to have the right information. Currently, businesses, a majority of them, we surveyed over 200 uh, leaders in the industry. Uh, But businesses are relying on manual initiatives and, and work spreadsheets to get this information. So data is really, there's so much of it, but most of it's noise. How do you make sure that you're getting the right information so that you can make better and faster decisions? Absolutely. And talking about that timeline, what does it look like working with Sarai on like an implementation? Is it, you know, is it really, really heavy as far as workload or is it easy and is it is it a short process is it a long process walk <laughs> us through that well uh, as much as we love technology and we are technologists ourselves uh, we know that every company today is constrained they are already working on three four five different transformation projects uh, whether that's to upgrade an ERP um, you know soup up the website that's really important that businesses continue to focus on those initiatives so there is zero tech investment required to use Sarai for our network and trade on our public network on Sarai it's free you can sign up in minutes and wow. you can start meeting new partners almost immediately. And then for our enterprise solutions, uh, for visibility and traceability, again, we've designed these strategically to be simple. So it's as easy as possible to get started. And our users are able to, within minutes, get information on their partners that they want to track in an ongoing capacity. For traceability in particular, There is no magic button to press with that, but we make it as simple as possible. And you don't need to integrate with any of your solutions unless you want to. And from there, it could be a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and it just depends. But bottom line, Saray makes it really simple to get that transparency in your supply chain as fast as possible. I love that. I, you know, I always say that we got to meet the customer where they are, right? And keep it as simple as possible. Because a lot of times, you know, I'm sure you've run into this is that, you know, they want to look into a tech solution, but just the, they just feel overwhelmed by what A, they don't know, and B, how much time and effort and change management there is going to be around something like that. 
Absolutely. There's a lot of choice out there too. And this is where we want to continue to stand out because the sooner you can get this information, the faster you can act. That's really important these days when things are continuing to change with our um, global pandemic going on. Absolutely. And what are you hearing from your customers? So you've, you've talked to us about the traceability and the visibility being key features. But what are you hearing from your customers about how important that is to their supply chain management? Let me share one of our uh, favorite anecdotes about our visibility users. Uh, our early adopters have been with us from day one. And whenever we have a new feature, we love to pilot this with them, get their feedback. You know, a lot of the businesses in the apparel industry have, um, you know, been doing handshake deals for many, many years together, and regulation is forcing them to change. So consumers are also forcing that. Uh, but really, businesses that have had the handshake deal going on for 15, 20 years, they're sitting on WeChat, WhatsApp, and that's their version of data management. So a lot of assumptions have been made without having business data backing some of the deals that they do. One of our um, early adopters was able to plug in some of their longtime partners and did not understand that um, the the data couldn't possibly be true. They were being uh, they were going into financial risk and into a really dangerous uh, territory, I would say. And there was zero communication with their uh, supply chain partner from that aspect. It drove a totally different conversation and it exposed something that the um, our customer was able to quickly change in their uh, upcoming seasonal orders. But it, it's really not that um, scary sometimes because that was the outlier in the other uh, list of hundreds of companies that this partner was working with. And it was reassuring for them to know that everybody else is is okay. They're not in financial distress. So that's just one example of the type of stories that we hear from our users. And it really does uh, help mitigate risk and present opportunities to optimize. I mean, that's what this industry has basically been built on, cost efficiencies for, uh, yeah, profit. And an opportunity for different perspectives. So why why did you focus on the apparel industry first? Well, it comes back to our, our origins within HSBC. Uh, they have a nice little black book that uh, we were able to l- look into and say, okay, they, there's a strong concentration in the apparel and retail industry, textile and garments in Southeast Asia in particular, a lot of the supply chains are concentrated here. So that's in our backyard. And we also understand that within apparel, there is a low digital quotient uh, through the value chain to the raw material suppliers. That was an opportunity for Sarai to help bring businesses into the 21st century and digitize Mm -hmm. their presence online, which many of them struggle to do. They're not, they're small and, and they don't have the resources or the technical know-how to get set up on a website. So a platform like Sarai can help bring that digital presence to life to facilitate trade. 
And really, that's where we're, we're lucky to be a part of such, um, you know, a great company. And uh, the bank really does help us with that presence in the region as well as globally. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I've looked at the apparel industry before, and there are a lot of opportunities, especially around supply chain. So a question for you, is your network for buyers, sellers, or is it for both? It's for both. And it's for, you know, a range of company sizes. So if you're just getting started as a digitally native brand, that's where our platform can help you find the right partners. You can put up an RFQ and get the right uh, people submitting their responses. Uh, If you are a well-established brand that we all know and love, that's where you can collect the right information on your supply chain and visualize that in a few different ways to make the most of that data. So it's for buyers as well as for sellers, because this is where we bring the two together. And it's really important that people find your business when you're not able to get on a plane business as usual uh, a couple years ago. Uh, But that's really important for us to help navigate those relationships. Business to business relationships take longer to foster. And that's where we make it easier by presenting this information in a simple, straightforward interface. Um, And it's, you know, for every company, I think every company should be on Sarai. We've started with apparel. Who knows where we're going? Well, I was going to ask you who your ideal client is, but obviously there's not really a barrier to entry, right? Because people can just sign up and they can start using it today for free. And, you know, you really cater to startups all the way up to enterprise companies. And I love that because, you know, sometimes there's a lot of gaps between the two and startups are sometimes like, who do I go to? Who can I work with? You know, what does that look like? And so I'm glad that you spoke about that. And you talked earlier about being, um, you know, big advocates of diversity and inclusion. Does your platform promote sort of diverse suppliers? Can you can you look for diverse suppliers on your particular platform? There are many different criteria that you can search for a new supplier on our platform. So it depends what you're looking for, but that's where, uh, you know, our ideal customer is anyone looking to do business better. But my ideal customer for enterprise solutions is a CEO that's recently maybe made a public commitment at, let's say, COP26, because a lot of these companies, the the larger companies, they're now thinking, okay, I'm talking the talk. How do I walk the walk? And that's really important when you have publicly made statements around sustainability, environmental initiatives. The key in meeting those business objectives is transparency. And that comes down to traceability and visibility in your supply chain. You can't be sustainable if you don't have the transparency and traceability at a product level. That Otherwise, you're at risk of greenwashing. And I think we're all pretty sick of that. So those are my ideal customers. And at Sarai, we really do help simplify that process. Getting a foundation for that level of information that's required to be sustainable is where we start. And working with customers to build on that over time, that's what excites me about Sarai. 
Absolutely. Sustainability and diversity. I mean, what's not to love? And that was really well said around, you know, what organizations and how they're thinking about sustainability and how can we walk the walk. So let's bring everything we've talked about to life with a case study. Paint us a picture of how you've worked with one of your customers. What was the challenge that they came to you with and what was the impact or maybe the ROI of your solution? So a a lot of the brands that we work with, they are trying to better understand who is in their supply chain upstream beyond tier two nominated suppliers. They want to get to the farm level. And we have been able to, to do that with the way that our solution works for traceability and for visibility. They want to know more about these companies so that they can you know, really engage end consumers and tell a story around the garments that are on the racks in their stores. And that's where this has been a very painful process for a range of teams within the the brand company. These multinational brands, you know, bring together multiple people at a working group from sustainability, sourcing, supply chain, responsible sourcing, um, even procurement and legal along the way. But Everything that's collected in the supply chain has typically been driven in a spreadsheet. And I don't know about you, Sarah, but I didn't go to university to sit my life working in a spreadsheet. And (laughs) right. Um, and, And that's really where we learned that this company was spending a thousand hours for one purchase order working with 23 suppliers involved in the entire supply chain for a pair of women's trousers. And that's one garment and they produce millions every year. And what was so great to hear was that Sarai, with the way that our feature works, um, we were able to save them over half the time required to collect that information. So I'll take that as a win. And we're looking at how do we save them even more time in the future? Every single time you will take that as a win. Absolutely. I mean, a thousand hours is just way too much. But if I'm also sitting in the audience and thinking about the clothes that I'm wearing at this moment, right? And one piece of garment that I'm wearing at this moment could take a thousand hours. And that's, you know, not even the whole, necessarily the whole supply chain to me at my particular door. (laughs) So that just puts it into perspective, everybody, as to, you know, how much time things are taking if we're not digitizing our supply chain and our processes and not thinking about it. But it also goes to show the benefit, the impact, the ROI that it can have to a variety of organizations when you partner with the right technology company. Absolutely. And that's really well put, Sarah, because technology is the enabler that we need to do business in a more strategic way. And it's having the right information, data and and documentation as well. And Sarai does simplify all of the collection and validation of that for our users. Amazing. So let's talk about the future for Sarai and the global trade industry. I know you don't have a crystal ball, but what do you think can be expected in 2022? I mean, you're you're in Hong Kong, so you get a completely different view than a lot of people I've been talking to in North America. So I'd love to get your take on that and maybe any uh, trends that you see emerging. 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll take up my crystal ball. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wish I had a better outlook, Sarah, because I think the, the supply chain chaos will continue into 2023. That is going to impact financial performance and stability across multiple industries. But I think that's where, you know, it's it's not back to business as usual yet. We're all wanting that to happen, but it will be a little bit longer, uh, according to my crystal ball. But that's where new shopping holidays like Black Friday, um, we're going to create new ones so that we have another reason to shop online and that will carry us forward. So more Cyber Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, I think we'll see a continued increase in either brand consolidation or diversification. So companies are looking to either consolidate their supply chains or they're going to diversify because of the need to nearshore. With all the disruptions we've seen, you know, there's a risk to that bottom line when you can't get product in the store. So making sure that you're producing closer to those retail stores, um, <clears throat> that's going to be really important in 2022. And, and I think from there, we have to look at what I'm calling freight fright. Uh, okay. This is where I speak with, with brands and retailers daily about the, the costs that they are spending on freight right now that were not in the budget for 2021, but they've certainly bumped it up for 2022 and that will continue. So as costs are continuing to soar to new heights with um, shipping, air, uh, that's really where People are going to look for alternative options, but mm -hmm. that's because they're, um, yeah, not so happy with the costs they're paying today. I love hearing about another company buying a fleet of ships and containers, yeah. and um, everybody's looking into their own uh, pri either private jets or uh, airplanes these days. Uh, what else? If I think about 2022... Uh, digital demand. So demand for digital solutions is going to be critical. So cloud-based technology, we are definitely going to see an upward trend. You know, I think we did, um, you know, decades worth of digital transformation since 2020, and that can only continue, which is going to present great opportunities in the ESG space. Uh, there's really a healthy landscape of solutions that are coming to life thanks to the need to digitally transform. And with that, people are, businesses have to green up their supply chain because we're now able to track what the carbon footprint is, what the uh, social footprint is. And there's no excuse not to have that information. And that can be used to leverage uh, opportunities to engage end consumers. Gen Z, they want to make uh, you know, their, their decision with their wallet, their purchase power is really yeah. important for them to put their money where their hearts and minds are. So we will see more opportunities to green up the supply chain and then to talk about it. Walk the walk yeah. first and then talk the talk. 
Yes, yes, yes. You just gave me goosebumps, you know, leading <laughs> with the heart. I love that. And that, we're going to see more of, of that. You know, we all need to get kind of on board. What do we expect for the future of Sarai right now? What does 2022 kind of look like for you guys? More exciting growth at Sarai. I mean, we are looking at how do we amplify what we're doing today. We have our sustainability feature launching early next year. We're currently piloting that with a couple of brands and their supply chains. We have exciting new partnerships we'll be announcing and we are accelerating our development uh, even faster. So again, every two weeks we're releasing, and this is not only updates, but new features that are informed by our clients. We are incredibly client-led. Empathy is one of our core values, and mm-hmm. that's where we truly listen and are building the future of supply chain transparency. That will continue Ooh. into 22. I love that. And the report that you mentioned earlier, um, we're going to have that in the show notes. So if anybody wants to check that out, go and check that out in the show notes. And Lindsay, you know, I cannot wait to see how Sarai is going to change things. The global supply chain industry is in the spotlight. So anything to make things easy and simple would be super beneficial to everyone. So solutions like Sarai, which fosters an environment for connectivity with visibility and traceability, mean that we can work more efficiently. So a big thanks to you and your team over at Sarai for helping to make this episode happen. And Lindsay, of course, for joining us today and sharing all your insights. Thanks so much, Sarah. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you would like to hear more, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest minds the supply chain industry has to offer. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast to check out the latest and make sure to use the search function. Because if you're having a challenge in your supply chain, we have most likely had the solution on our show. And we've asked them, you know, who you are, what do you do? Real life examples of how they have helped their customers. So you can listen to that in your own time and really figure out who on the market is the right partner for you. So use that search function and we'll be able to help you solve some of your critical supply chain challenges. And remember to come back next week for an exciting episode. I'm chatting with a great friend of mine, Eric Johnson, and we're taking a look at the year 2021 in review. So you don't want to miss that. And if you enjoy our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're also over on TikTok and Club Clubhouse. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain, where you can get all access to all of our video content. And let me tell you, it's all of our podcast episodes, all of our live stream shows like Thoughts and Coffee, Coming in Hot, Purpose People, Planet with Topple, and Log Tech Live with Eric. And we are adding 
several more new shows in the new year to that live stream that's just going to give you the valuable content, actionable steps that you can take to implement in your business or your supply chains today. You can also subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com. And if you want to find the perfect supply chain holiday gifts and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary, you can do that in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. We've got some really cool merch um, that's got some motivated sayings. We've also got some fun merch for the supply chainer in your life. So definitely go check that out. And if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. We would love to hear from you and feature your feedback on an upcoming episode. A great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.